Hey, what's going on? And welcome to the Atypicals Podcast, episode five. And I am not here with my co-host. I'm here up in Sacramento, California, visiting a uh, uh, what would I call you, my brother? I'd say um, the original. The original? <laughs> no, I'm up here visiting uh, my brother Sal and his uh, roommate, Slat. <laughs> no, <laughs> and his girlfriend Hannah. My That's squatter. Painful. <laughs> Ooh, we're coming in hot. I mean, are you, are you not his roommate? I'd like to think that I'm his roommate, uh, his lover, perhaps. <laughs> roommate, though. Yeah, definitely his roommate. <laughs> but no, we're coming at you from here in Sacramento. This is our Halloween episode, and yeah, I'm here with my two guests, Salvador Cruz and Hannah Volklin. Let's say what's up, guys. Thank you for having us, Miliano. Uh, this no is problem. awesome. Thank you. What's good with it? <laughs> What's good with it? Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, Sal, when we start with you, why don't you uh, give the listeners a little intro about yourself? All right. So um, I'm Emiliano's oldest brother. Um, and what uh, what I like to say is, I, like, as I said earlier, I'm the original. So Emiliano and I actually look very eerily similar yeah for being I, <laughs> six years apart <laughs> yeah i use his uh his fake id as of now <laughs> uh for legal reasons that is a joke yeah <laughs> <laughs> sure <laughs> fbi that is a, a joke abc that is a joke um but yeah um i'm 27 i always forget how old i am once after age 25 like there's no point in counting anymore. Honestly. Right. I mean, I would, I would, I would argue after age 21, I'm just like, Oh, whatever. Well, at the age of 25, you can uh, rent a car without being charged a surcharge. Uh, it is a myth. I mean, it used to be true, but people think you can't rent a car at all. Right. They just, they just charge you more, right? Yeah. They charge you like maybe $30 a day extra mm-hmm. or something like that. Just for like a risk part of a risk assessment right. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm 27. I uh, graduated from UC Davis, which is pretty close here to Sacramento, and I moved to Sacramento proper um, a year and a couple months ago. I, and I work at an advertising agency here in uh, Midtown Sacramento. Yeah, Sal here is the uh, the modern uh, madman, except yeah. it's shitty now because you can't drink martinis and slap <laughs> your secretary's asses. <laughs> I know that is that is uh, a shame. I was a. Uh, I feel like I was lied to when I watched <laughs> that. It is funny. It it's a little weird um, because it is true that I I watched that show, and it is uh, one of my favorite shows. Right. Uh, and I actually did think like, oh, that's cool. Not necessarily because of the drinking martinis or slapping asses, but <laughs> just the whole. Are you sure? <laughs> Just the whole concept, um, you know, just the whole agency right. uh, stuff. Um, and now I work at one, which right. is pretty cool. And I mean, it's not like I, I don't get to work on like, you know, Chrysler or, you know, Jaguar or something like that. But, you know, it's right. pretty cool. No, and I feel like it's interesting because back then they talk about like the cigarette campaign ads and all that stuff. And then. Uh, in the middle of the series i think they talk they release all the cancer info about cigarettes and yet they still find a way to advertise them successfully despite what it says on the labels 
you know? Yeah, I think during the series, they actually didn't have anything like labels like that. Actually, originally, they had doctors, actually. <clears throat> Sorry. They had doctors who would say that smoking cigarettes is actually uh, good for coughs because yeah. it, like, paralyzes your, like... Um, your lymph nodes? No, not your lymph nodes. Um, whatever, there's, like, these little like brush like things in your like throat yeah we we don't do research here on the show (laughs) (laughs) it's all about what you remember (laughs) no but yeah no but they had doctors say like oh you know cigarettes are actually good for like a cough and stuff which is uh, ridiculous but yeah knowing the show um what what's cool about the show actually is that um at some point they lose their big cigarette contract i think it's um simarbolo no, it's not Marlboro. It's, it's Campbell. Um, no, and it's not Phil Morris either. They had um, Lucky Strike, mm. which was uh, another company, but they lose it for like other reasons. Right. And then Don Draper has this idea of buying a full page ad in the New York Times mm-hmm. that says, you know, you know, cigarettes are bad for you, and they cause all these problems, and um, from here on out. Sterling Cooper will no longer accept any cigarette business. Right. And it's kind of like a, a kind of like a PR not campaign but like a PR push basically because they lost their cigarette contract anyway but they're going to say oh he's like we're going to take a stand to make like a big waves. Right. No, that and that's really interesting. Like I've never seen the show completely but I've seen bits and pieces and it I've always wanted to see it. I mean John Hamm, John Slattery, uh, the guy who plays Cole Phelps in uh, L.A. Noir. It seems like it's you know just um, just an ensemble cast, which you really don't see anymore uh, for TV. You know. Yeah, it's honestly I think uh, Mad Men was the first um, show that really kind of not. I mean, before it, it was The Sopranos and you know The Wire, which kind of harbored in the uh, the golden age of television. You know, which television you know had all these complex plots and you know these big set pieces right. but before Mad Men it was always HBO or Showtime it was mm-hmm. like pay mm-hmm. like like pay TV like pay channels right but Mad Men I think was the first one um, that was on just regular cable mm-hmm. um, which then led you know to things like The Walking Dead Breaking Bad sure. and all of that kind of uh, stuff right Oh, yeah. From that tangent that we went on talking about Mad Men. <laughs> Welcome we, to the Mad Men podcast, <laughs> oh, everybody, yeah. with Salvador Cruz. <laughs> we will now move to Hannah. Hannah, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Hello, friends. I am Hannah, and I am the number one Atypicals podcast fangirl, I would say. Yeah, we're doing this podcast with about 75% of my viewership right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also live in Sacramento with my roommate, the <laughs> Mad Men aficionado. Um, I am an English language teacher mm-hmm. and a Japanophile. 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 Would you like me to define that? For sure. Fan of all things Japan. Is that like a weeaboo? 
There's a delicate balance, I would say. Hmm, I have a strange feeling that the weeaboos came up with with that term. <laughs> you <laughs> Jap- know what? Japanifile. You wouldn't be wrong. I feel like Japanophile <laughs> be wrong. might have been like a like a whitewashing like uh, strategy. No, you're right. the uh, The term itself is not ideal. Uh, <laughs> definitely weeaboo oriented. <laughs> Right. No, but that's uh, that's great. And you teach, uh, obviously, I know this, but for our listeners, you teach uh, around here in Sacramento? I do, yeah. And in the Davis area as well, yeah. She also teaches online to um, kids that live in Korea. That's she, right. Yeah. She has classes at 10 p.m. Pacific time to teach them in the morning in Korea. I do, and let me tell you, it's a bit hard to rouse the teaching inspiration at 10 p.m. Right, especially on like a Tuesday night. <laughs> Tuesday, Thursday night. <laughs> Every week, baby. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't do that. I was just talking with Sal about this. I was like, I was hearing your enthusiasm in the room and I was like, man, I could not do this with like kids. Like that's why I want to be, if I had to be a high school teacher, because like I feel like I'd just be like walk in with like a hangover and be like, all right, guys, just read this chapter. Leave me alone. If no one talks to me, I'll give you guys all extra credit. Just, just fuck off. Right. Because <laughs> with that certain level of enthusiasm that you need for younger um, students, I feel like I can do that, but not like every day, you know? No, you're totally right. It, uh, you know, and it really depends on the students also. Right, of course. I'm super spoiled. My kids are great. Was that a, was that a gong that just went off? I think that was one of the mounts. Yeah, we we're usually uh, me and Kyle record in a spare bedroom in my house, but now we are in uh, Sal's uh, dining room slash kitchen slash living room, so the acoustics in here might not be. Uh, There's really one room in this apartment. Yeah, <laughs> it's very yeah. open. It's an open concept. <laughs> it's actually very. Uh, it's actually very attractive modern. to uh, the millennial. Um, audience well i guess that yeah i guess that's why you it is you also high. have a, a lot of plants and a lot of uh wood i do right yeah. so it's a plant <laughs> slash wood based yeah you got theme. a lot of wood bro congratulations <laughs> oh <laughs> wow well, let me confirm this is, this is a rowdy He's got podcast a lot of wood. oh yeah i have to put a, an, M, an m for mature rating on this podcast yeah, <laughs> not compared to our last yeah. week's one though. That was a little. <laughs> Kyle's not Kyle's not here to keep us. Uh, Kyle's know, not here to, to keep us grounded. To keep yeah. us pure. Yeah, you know, like we don't have a straight man right now. No, we just have two and a half degenerates. Yeah, we have the host, you know, and he's gonna try his best to steer the the ship. But <laughs> yeah, you have a yeah, couple it's, of it's, wild it's, cards in here. <laughs> Steer the ship after a couple of uh, Moscow mules is uh, uh, not uh, ideal. Yeah, more than a couple, <laughs> actually. And yeah, for legal reasons, that is also a joke. That is, is that what you had tonight? I Do had you have f- a couple of Moscow mules? No, yeah. I had four. Four? Yeah. Damn, boy. Well, they, they were pre-mixed, so... Yeah. Oh, was, you didn't see them make it in front of you? They no. were, like, in a fucking, like... Yeah, they were definitely... The second and third one were def- Or the second... No, the third and fourth one definitely watered down. Noise. Yeah, the first couple ones because it was earlier in in the night. They were they were pretty good, but they didn't serve them in the mugs, so I was a little upset. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, no copper mugs there. That's the only reason I get mules, dude. And to drink with a handle. Otherwise, what's the point? You're right. 
<laughs> all right but because it is the halloween episode everybody i will be and because we have our first two guests i will be conducting a semi interview-esque i will ask our two guests uh halloween related questions and at the end of their two answers i will also give mine and if there are any disagreements or anything debated we will go into that i'm but ready but our first question come come at me our first question i would give it to hannah and then to sal and i'll answer myself throw it out there what is the scariest actor slash actress performance in any movie Ooh. this is not my list by the way okay what does scary mean right let's define scary is is a way it so is it they are scary or they are scared they are scary so terrifying performance then Mm -hmm. i will answer mine first i will definitely say i talked about this episode i talked about this movie last week but uh i watched silence of the lambs and while you've talked about that like (laughs) for the last four episodes it is i got the halloween spirit this is the the, uh no but i mentioned the hannibal lecter podcast now now, hannibal lecter played by anthony hopkins is definitely creepy but it is not the scariest the scariest would definitely have to be ted levine playing buffalo bill i would definitely say in that because he plays like a so hannah you've never seen that movie right Mm -mm, so ted levine plays buffalo bill who is a man who believes he is transsexual but he's not according to hannibal lecter who's a psychologist or psychiatrist Mm -hmm. he just hates his own identity and what he does is he skins uh more obese women to make a woman's suit because he's also a tailor and he thinks that will make him a woman but in the movie, All you see right. him go from, like, yelling at a girl down a well to, like, completely calmly answering a door. And I was just like, oh, fuck, this guy's, yeah, this is definitely, <laughs> like, from a human psychological aspect, this mm-hmm. is pretty scary. So that is my answer. Yeah, dude, that's gnarly. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll go for one that I saw recently. What's right? that? The scariest character that I've seen... Mm-hmm. Is the asshole in Tenet? The asshole, the main antagonist. Yeah. The uh, oh, like the, the guy Russian played Gilderoy guy? Lockhart. <laughs> Kenneth Branagh. Uh, oh, Kenneth Branagh. Harry Potter. <laughs> Gilderoy Lockhart. And the Chamber of Secrets. Yeah, he was terrifying right. to me as a villain. And I know that this is not a horror-themed film. Right, no, it, it doesn't all. have to be anything horror-related in this question particularly. Yeah, this is not a horror-themed film at all. Um, but he scared me the most because he had no regard for human life right. like, beyond himself. Yeah, like even with his son, he did Even with his... Yeah, exactly. Like usually with, with the son. wife or husband, a character mm-hmm. can sometimes like blur the lines, but usually with the child right. is where they really draw a line. What was it that he said about his son? He said, my biggest regret is... Uh, is fathering... Is, a, is, father- is bringing a child mm-hmm. into this world, I think? Is bringing a child into this world that something, something... Yeah, I think it yeah. was like... Yeah, then that will be my biggest regret, bringing a child into a world that is about to end. Right. Yeah. So he instilled a very deep unsettling within me, more than any random, you know, 
ghost or supernatural right. creature mm-hmm. because he's a human being. Right. And that scares me more than anything. For sure. Is a human that has no regard for other human life. Yeah. Of course. Right. Well, that's pretty So uh, go see Tenant. Let's support our movie theaters in this time. For yeah? sure. Like we're here in California. Uh, our movie theaters are operating at minimal capacity but any viewers out there uh go see movies we definitely like i definitely miss going to the movies without a mask and anything just going Mm -hmm. and anything like that but definitely go support um so what would you say is your scariest actress us actress performance you know i've been trying to think about it and i can't really think of someone that scared me no well, I think the scariest scene that I've ever like seen in a movie is from District Nine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, do you know the actor's name that plays the South African actor? Yeah, who plays the hero, the protagonist, or the villain? The, the protagonist. I have no idea. And I know he, exactly what he looks and like, he's but I don't also know. the director of the of the no, movie. He's the director, or he? I thought he was like co- frequent collaborators with the. Uh, he's looking it up right now. No, I think. Yeah, we need one of those guys that all the podcasts have. That like, we, we, like Ian we, we, in like the H three podcast. We, we need a Jamie. Yeah, where's our research <laughs> uh, yeah. intern? Hannah, why don't we get one of your students to to fact check us? Because they're seven years old. Free child labor. Although you know <laughs> what, these kids are the most advanced uh generation mm-hmm. that we obviously right have ever seen right um no, no, so you're actually right it's not the director he is a freaking collaborator you're right you're welcome and his name is like charlton charlton mm-hmm. copley right but what scene and his name in the uh the movie is um vickis van der Merwe. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah the scene is when he goes into the uh when he gets taken into like the research facility Mm -hmm. and i think it is his like father-in-law who's actually the guy that's like in charge of the military or or something Mm -hmm. uh and then he like they like strap him down and they're about to like cut him open while he's alive Mm -hmm. to be able to like research why he's like turning into an alien right and i think truly that is like the most terrifying like scene i've seen in the last 10 years and that movie again it's not a horror movie but just to right. me it, like the helplessness of like not knowing what's happening to you mm-hmm. like accidentally turning into some kind of like you know biohazard subject yeah and just you know he keeps saying like no what are you doing like stop like what are you doing why are you stabbing me and like mm-hmm. that shit was scary and it's just the whole psychological aspect i mean he is turning into something that is completely foreign and of course alien to him i mean he's not even being human his whole re- it's like he's just being completely rewired into something he doesn't know and doesn't even understand yeah his fingernail like he literally pulls off his fingernails mm-hmm. like that's just creepy. but in, in that torture scene i would definitely equate it to i saw i haven't seen the movie but i saw the scene in 1984 where he has the he gets taken into room 101 and uh Sal, you've seen this movie right yeah, I actually watched John it. Hurt. I watched it at like five AM because I was supposed to like uh write a book report on nineteen eighty four. And have you seen this movie? And I I, yes, I read I like half the book and then the I just the new one and the old one. Well the new the newest one was Michael released B. in nineteen eighty four. 
Mm-hmm. Wait, no, that's Fahrenheit 451. Oh, you are right. Anyway, uh, is the original one the one that uh, the main guy is played by the bad guy in V for Vendetta? That is 1984, released in 1984. Okay, well, that's the one that I watched because yeah. I was supposed to do like a book report. Right. And uh, the book report was actually like a presentation. So I procrastinated and then I just watched that movie right before the book report and I gave the presentation. Right. So, Hannah, there's a scene in this movie where they have this room in the Ministry of Love. There's a bunch of ministries. Hold I on. could I could do a whole episode. Wait, wait one second. Let's listen in, folks. <laughs> For legal purposes, that is a uh, LaCroix. Yeah. <laughs> but um, there's a scene, Hannah, in this movie. I could do a whole episode on, uh, I could do a whole, like, series on uh, the world of 1984, but basically there's this room and they call it like, oh, what's in this room? It's like the worst possible thing on earth. And basically the government knows your worst fear and the character fear his name is played by John Hurt and his fear is rats. So they have a mask that has like two sliding doors and there's two rats that have been fighting with each other and they put that over his face and they're try- and they release one door and he's basically the antagonist is just saying like oh right when i release the second door they'll eat your face right. they'll start with the eyes sometimes they go into the cheeks and the whole time he's just crying and then he finally right. betrays his lover and he says oh do it to her do it to her don't do it to me just right. do it to her and yeah that one i would equate that one to the to the uh, district 19 that's what i was talking about well here's a question if you were in his position, what would you have done? I'd probably do the same thing. Right. We can't really fault him for that. Right. Yeah. No, and I'm not faulting him. I mean, oh, it's no, definitely. No, I know. Yeah. I'm just. Um, but anyway, uh, in the movie, uh, this like handler for the CIA says, you know, everybody likes to think that they that they would run into the building, into the burning building mm-hmm. right. uh, yeah. until they feel the heat. Right, because mm-hmm. uh, in, in a scene in the movie, the protagonist is pretty much like like he is in a life or death situation, and he refuses to like give up his colleagues and his mission, mm-hmm. and he chooses death over it. Right, prime uh, example. So yeah, really good yeah, example. and this is how the movie. Yeah. Not to spoil anything, but this is like in the this is one of the first scenes in the movie yeah this is probably mm-hmm. like the within the first 15 yeah. minutes but anyway yeah that's a pretty good uh, assessment but to the next question and this i guess goes to both of you how often do you guys play pranks on each other like scary pranks on each other well, i'll let hannah go first so for herself i think that sal knows that I'm an easy spook. <laughs> so it doesn't take much to spook me. All right. I will I will take note of that. What do you think? <laughs> Have you noticed that for me? I haven't done it with you. I, I do it with Kyle all the time. But <laughs> sorry, Emiliano, Kyle. even <laughs> sorry, Ka- sorry, cat. Sorry, cat. <laughs> even when you touch me on the shoulder I jump. I haven't noticed that. Right. It doesn't take much to spook me and i'm a huge fan of horror films horror video games Mm. i think it's really fun to get invested in those mythologies right when it comes time for the real world Mm -hmm. 
it doesn't take much. I mean, I'm the kind of person that, and Sal can agree with this, I double check every door. Right. Before we go to sleep, I close all the closets. Mm-hmm. So then when Sal fucks with me, I have a big reaction. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes I laugh, sometimes I don't. What do you think, Sal? Well, I usually, I never really prank her, I don't think. I don't know if there's been too many pranks. No. Maybe like one or two, like... Not like a planned Yeah, thing. usually just, I will just like jump scare her. Right. Right. Especially when we're watching something or playing mm-hmm. like a horror game. Right. I'll, I'll, I'll go like, <laughs> you know, and then yeah. like I'll twitch <laughs> while I'm on the couch with her uh, to kind of like freak her out. Yeah. Or like if I'm behind her, mm-hmm. I will like, you know, suddenly like jolt, grab her. Right. Uh, but yeah, I've, I don't think I've ever done like some kind of insidious like true like horror. like you haven't like she's gone to the bathroom and like you turn all the lights off and you hear you just go like babe no nah, he, and, like, he knows that it's see, Denzo see right there i would do that she would like die <laughs> I, I would my heart would get have out. and <laughs> we'll probably do that in the future and, and is too she's too delicate for that i guess that's i mean i'm a tough ass gal but you know i'm not that delicate but <clears throat> There are certain things, you know, that cross the line. I guess that's true. So. Yeah, and like with the person I used to do that to, they, um, uh, they. She did, who will not be named. She will not be named. Uh, she didn't grow up with any older siblings, so she didn't really get pranked when she was older or when mm-hmm. she was younger. So she wasn't used to it. So she was also a very easy scare. And I always had a lot of fun doing that. <laughs> I, I do not regret that. The thing that I actually like doing to Hannah, I think the meanest thing I do is like, because she does get scared about, you know, stuff like the closet or doors or whatever. And uh-huh. then she'll be like, oh, yeah, can you close the closet? And I'm like, what are you worried that like a monster is going to come out of there? Yeah, he really milks it. it. <laughs> but are you actually afraid that there's a monster there? I. It's not so much a monster my well because i have really bad sleep paralysis Mm -hmm. so i'll wake up it's not really a wake up but i'll have like these experiences in the middle of the night right where i'll see things like come into the room Mm -hmm. right so it's not so much real things that i'm worried about but it's more my own imagination that Mm -hmm. i'm concerned about right so when Sal says, oh, are you worried that something's going to come out of the closet? Well, no. But I'm worried that later I'm going to fall asleep and then some fake imagery is going to manifest. Right. Yeah. What I also like to do to her is voices. Like it. Oh, God. He's way too so good like, Georgie. No, I yeah, hate so it. Like, Dude, he's so fucking so good at like, this. I hate don't it. Don't you watch your boat. Hey, Georgie. 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 <laughs> don't See, you want your boat <laughs> dating an impressionist is incredible because i'm laughing right 24 <laughs> 7 he's so funny mm. there's a zombie apocalypse and you have a, and you have a opportunity to fill a go bag and you have five items you can oh, fill I'm it with so how big this. is the go bag that doesn't matter so it's a like any five things it's five items five items what is an item yeah. 
What do you mean? What like, thing? constitutes uh, an item? Okay, if like it only, it has to be like one solid piece. One of equipment. solid piece of equipment. Like I can't say like okay, one like of if, the if, items will be like, like, like if a you say thirty sh- day food supply kit. Like if it's a kit that works, but like if you say shotgun with ammo, that I will constitute that as an item. All Wait, right. so a kit will work? A kit. So I can say like thirty days of food is one item. I don't know if that's. I will equate that. I'm the host. I can do whatever I want. That's and fine. I, I just want to make sure that that's the, the rule. Yes. Like, if you say a gun, I will assume that will come with ammo. Hannah, you're up. Yeah. All right. Well, first, I bring my best party dress. <laughs> oh my Why a party dress? Because the zombie apocalypse has to end eventually. Okay. Right? All right. All right so. well, she just fucked herself over. Party dress. Four more items left. <laughs> I'm kidding. No safe box. Nope. No, it's too late. No, it's, it's already in there. No safe boxes. This oh is my not, god! This is, I'm sorry, kidding. I'm getting too close to the mic. This is not Resident Evil. You know, there's no safe boxes. So you, right. you already killed your yeah. your first I, uh, item slot. Well, to the listeners out there, I wouldn't actually bring a fucking party dress, right? It's like, so do we need weapons? Right? I don't know. It's up to you. You at this point, it's say it. the zombies are coming in. You have. Five things. Top of your head. Top of your head. Five things. All right. Are these things that I have to have in my house, or go bag? Could it be like anything that I don't have? Okay. Amazon has a drone. It can carry five items, and it will be there immediately. Oh, okay. So things that I don't have. Yes. Necessarily. Yeah. You don't have to own it. Just order them. Yeah. The drone will be here in ten minutes. It can carry up to five things. But I don't think that the Amazon drone can carry. Yeah, uh, we're really getting into the weeds. Weapons, here. five things. With, I'm sorry. I'm not gonna <laughs> actually. No, I'm not gonna apologize. I want to clarify this here. Anything, five items. It's a magical Amazon yeah. drone with no laws. All right. Well, I'm gonna grab a nice machete. Okay, machete for sure. Okay. A good one not a gun because you never know when you're gonna find your next ammo mm-hmm. reload right so i want those nice melee weapons okay so, so you got a machete. a machete and okay. a party dress <laughs> ignore him okay so you know what i'm just gonna put the party dress on and i'm just gonna like you can you can wear the it whole time yeah All right, jill valentine yeah what, yeah. What's Jill Valentine doing, booty, doing wearing booty shorts anyway? She wasn't wearing booty shorts. She was wearing a skirt. So that's even worse. Um, I guess so. <laughs> All right, but for it Hannah's... Was a skirt and a tube top. <laughs> but for Hannah's... Um, you got to get that sex appeal, man. Uh, mm-hmm. But for her, go back. So far, we have a, mel- uh, a machete. All right. Second, I'm going to go for passport. Okay. Because... Uh, zombie apocalypse right we mm-hmm. think that the whole world crumbles and yet i know that donald trump would find some fucking way to bring the passport into this conversation so i want my passport to make sure that i can cross right. between plus like in the future if it ends they might ask for some kind of documentation exactly it's like this is who i am right okay all right what else all right uh, next, I'm going to bring a nice 24 case of Medela. All right. If, if if I brought that, they'd probably be out by the second day. <laughs> They'd be out within the first uh, 60 minutes, to be <laughs> honest. Yeah. All right. Well, you got two more things. Uh, I'm going to bring my vine plant. 
that's in the corner? Hannah. Because we've been growing that for a while. Hannah. Yeah. Why are you bringing a plant? Because this plant has been growing with us. I know, but if you leave it here, you'll probably thrive. No, it needs but water, no, no one's gonna be watering it, so who's gonna be watering it? All right, it? that's that's four. I okay, think. four. Yeah. Okay. And I'm gonna bring a picture of my sister. Not not of your boyfriend. Well, my boyfriend will be with me, <laughs> so I'd rather have a picture of my sister. I'll be in her spank bank. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right, so we got machete, passport. Picture of sister, Modelo, and, and a plant. plant. Yeah. Okay. I'm guessing Hannah will be murdered within a week of <laughs> of, of well, all this. Well, the thing is, I knew that already <laughs> because I'm way too fucking empathetic. So any little yeah, she child, would have, she would fall would for feel- she would fall for any like of those like traps that you see in those movies mm-hmm. where like someone's like, "Help, I'm hurt." Yeah, like, you know, like and then, a, and then yeah. like no, the, the no, posse. No, no, no. Fuck the traps. No, fuck and then the, the posse no, comes through and like, like fucks you up. Like in Hannah, so like in Last of Us, uh, there's a scene. I won't spoil any of the story because I don't know if you guys even haven't played it, but there's a trap that some people do that are called hunters where they pretend to be shot. Yeah. And it's like, oh, we should stop and help him. But it's mm-hmm. like the main character knows that it's a trap. Yeah. So he doesn't stop. And the guy is not shot. I feel like if that was you because of your empathy, you would stop and help him and then at that point get robbed of all your supplies. There's a very good uh, chance of that happening. And I don't want to say this as the sole female representative here. It's purely my own. Yeah, no, that it doesn't have to do with you. Yeah. All right, Sal, five things. Go. All right, uh, do the things have to, like, be realistic and exist yes you can't do like a fucking you can't do the portal gun from portal that's not what i meant i meant like can i get like an (laughs) infinite battery or something no all right first things first okay uh a nine millimeter assault rifle okay okay nine millimeter is the most uh common uh ammunition so it'll right. be in easy the to United find States. Right. bullets yeah. for exactly. it. Exactly. Right. Nice. Because yeah. you don't want to have like a 5.56 yeah. AR-15 because that shit's a little more expensive. Yeah. So Plus it'd be, it'd be really heavy to carry around and all that ammo. Yeah. And you don't want a 22 because even though that's... So actually mm. 22 would be the most common ammo that's probably like existing in the United States. But, you know, you, you need a little bit of stopping power for zombies. No. They're withered away. They're going to be decomposing. No, no, but we no, haven't but established they, they, the universe rules. Right, we don't de- know how fast decomposing. they decompose. They're, they are decomposing, but they are, you know, undead. So it doesn't, you know, they. they it could also take them years to decompose, right? What years? I'm saying it could take the oh, zombies take years. years. Yeah. To decompose. I understood it took years. <laughs> years. Anyway, we don't know. We don't. We don't need to like discuss yeah, okay, the okay. war. Nine millimeter. All right. I want to discuss the war. Uh, Hannah, you had your, your chance to uh, to answer the question. 9mm assault rifle. Okay, what else? Um, a hand crank battery that has USB-A, DC, and USB-C inputs. Good. Okay. You said, hmm. What? No, no, go ahead. Um, my phone. 
What's good that going to do you if the cell towers are down? Because it's a camera. It's got a calculator, a ruler, my pictures. Yeah, what if you break it? Well, that's fine. I can break anything. I could break the 9mm gun. All right. So your Wait, phone. How do you Hannah can break your phone's already your, your phone's already broken though. How do you charge your phone? <laughs> with, with the, the with the hand crank. crank. Alright, yeah. Because that's what I said, USB-A. Yeah. Got it, got it. Yeah, yeah. so I, I, I covered my bases. Yeah, okay. So that's three. Okay. Um, this is why I live with Sal, in case we have a zombie <laughs> apocalypse. Would a vehicle be part of a go kit? No. Go bag? No. 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 Okay. So there's three, right? I've yes, three. you're at three. I don't have to like do anything that's on my person, right? Like my glasses. Yeah, no, your glasses. You're gonna be wearing them. Your okay. your wallet's in your pocket. Like this is just a other thing. Okay. Um, is there another plant that you want to bring? No. If you bring I a like plant, I will find you and kill does, you to does, take to take, and does, I will leave your plant. Does my dog? Is my dog part of the go kit? No, he just comes along. Yeah, okay. he yeah he helps yeah. You're not gonna, uh, you want to throw him in the bag? That's fine. Okay. But, so I still got three. Yeah. Let's see. What else do I need? Come on, man. Uh, like a canteen. Does that have to be part of the go kit? Yeah. All right. So like a stainless steel water bottle. Okay. All right. That's four. Mm-hmm. You need some wet wipes. No, I don't. What's, sure. up, what's up, monk? <laughs> <laughs> wipe, yeah, wipe. I need, I need some. Um, I need some hand sanitizer. No. <laughs> um, see that. So I've still got one more, right? Yes. Fifth, number five, numero cinco. You need some uppers. I, that, I, we can't talk about that kind of stuff right now. <laughs> um, you know what I'd say? I'd say... Um, I'd say like a, a hard drive that has like all of Wikipedia downloaded to it. Right. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. All I right. I think that's my five. All right. We got that. All right. Moving on to me. First thing I would get is a life straw, which is a filtration straw, so you can drink water out of Hell any, yeah. any Wait, but don't you? Source. Okay, so I kind of thought about that too. But don't you have to replace the like filter in it or the straw itself? No. Yeah, I don't believe so, but you, I could be wrong. But that'll be my first thing. All right, Jamie. It'll right. probably last a couple months at least, right? right? Plus, it's only if I can't find a semi-fresh water supply. Like, at least, like, so 6 it, or 12 it, weeks. It, it's an minimum. emergency only. So, like, if I don't have water from anything else, it'll be in a uh, yeah. in a canteen. But, um, okay, so that'll be my first one. Second one, I will disagree with my guess, and I'll definitely say a 22-caliber uh, assault rifle. Tripping. Not even, dude. I can carry so many. I can carry so many rounds with that. I already have a twenty-two survival rifle. I uh, can't. I don't can, even get me started on that. Okay, thing. I can. Wait, what kind of zombies are these? Oh, it's it doesn't. No, no, that it's really like, matters. Re, okay, like actually. Resident Evil, Resident zombies, Evil zombies, like Resident Evil One zombies. So they run fast. No, no, 
Resident Evil the game one. Yeah. Okay. So but they're like slow boys. So like yeah. George Romero. Yeah. The typical. Is that George Romero? Or John Romero. See, that's why I'm saying you don't need guns. Classic zombies. Yeah, but what what about if they're what just ab- slow boys and you just need a little melee? Yeah, weapon. but then there's also other things in the zombie apocalypse. No, there's- but also if there's a lot of zombies and you're like, you know, like just run faster. Okay, so the <laughs> first thing in the go bag is uh, become really good at cardio beforehand. Is that part of the go bag? <laughs> yeah. All right, live straw, twenty-two assault rifle. Okay, I would definitely say a um, solar-powered battery with USB USB A capabilities because the sun is always fucking out, so I don't have to hand it's not break true. it. Okay, it is out for most uh, in California. It is usually always out. Okay. So solar powered battery bank, I would definitely say. Um, hmm. All right, I would definitely say a. Um, oof, this is tough. <laughs> I would say a road atlas of the of the United States. That way, I would always know where I'm going, and it's not a huge map that I have to put all over. It's just a a. The pretty thick booklet, but yeah. I would know where I'm going. That makes me wonder. So, where are we? Uh, Sacramento. Heading. I don't know. Right. So, like in the zombie apocalypse, where is the most opportune location mm-hmm. that we should run to? Catalina. Missouri. Nice. Although there are a lot Nevada, of Nevada, Missouri. All right. Well, that's not a battle location. There's a Walmart. My family has <laughs> oh nice. My family has a farm in central Missouri. <laughs> also where the biggest COVID outbreak is currently happening. <laughs> Alright, and then I have two more. No, you have one. One more? Yeah. And then for my last one, I would probably say Right, because it's Live Straw twenty two. Live Straw twenty two Road Atlas. Road Atlas. It's two more, dude. Didn't you have another one? Solar power. Uh, yeah, so yeah. you have one more. Mm-hmm. I have one more. I would probably say gas mask. You need filters for that shit too, bro. Yeah, but it works better than other ones. Why do you need a gas mask? And you, seen, you play Last of Us? What? That's why I was asking what kind of zombies are we doing? Particles? Enough? There might be... Particles of what? Like airborne zombies? Airborne zombies stuff? Okay, I don't know. so the zombies are airborne? I no, guess we don't, we don't we know. We need to so establish I guess, no, just, these No, because we don't know. We'd be, this, this we would be laymen. This is we just don't know. An un- just, this is just, just in case. In case. Yeah. So I would definitely preparing. fulfill my slot with a gas mask just in case. I own a gas mask in, in right. real life. I own two. All right, all right. That is my five. Nice. Nice. Um, Before we go to the next uh, section, can we take a break so I can uh, use the little boys' room? Yeah, me too. Actually, I would love to do that. All right, we'll be right back. And we are back, folks. We just took a little break right there to, uh, as my guest said, use the little boys' room. And, yeah, we are back. So our next question that I have for my two guests is, We'll start with Sa for this one. If you had to wear one Halloween costume for the rest of your life, what would it be and why? Left Shark. Forever. You'd have to wear that for the rest of your life. Yes. Why? Because uh, everyone fucking knows what it is. Okay. Everyone's always jazzed to take a picture with you. 
Yeah, but you have to wear that to your job interviews, to funerals, Wait, okay, no, on hold planes. On. You said costume. For the rest of your life. Okay, so okay, so I have to wear it every day. You have day to wear it every day for the rest of your life, yes. If you so, had to pick one for the rest of your life, I said. So then could the costume be myself? Like, no. Like, that's kind of a boring answer, no. right? It has to be a costume. What is, like... What is a costume? Yeah. So it has to Dude. be me dressing up as someone yeah. that I'm not? Yes. costume so this is a flawed question because obviously oh, i will choose the most convenient thing right? that's fine just give me an answer okay let's say um my costume would be <clears throat> come on man john f kennedy just always wearing a suit. You're always wearing a suit yeah. with the wig, and you got to talk in that voice. I don't know. You said wearing. I don't need a wig <laughs> or of the voice. It's of the costume, so it would just be a It'd suit. It'd just be a suit. Yeah. All so, right. You dress up as JFK. Why? I just said because it's you're, it's a suit. It's pretty like, you know. All right. You always got to wear a suit. You always got to wear dress shoes. Yeah. Anywhere. It gets hot. Yeah. You stuff like that. You go skiing. You can't. You always got to wear that. Well, okay. Once you start introducing like skiing, like no matter what you choose, you, you always got to wear this. You can't put anything else on. So then, what should I? Is can I my costume be like a naked guy, and then I can just cover it up? No. So then, then you also have to be a naked guy. So then, if you're skiing, you're gonna be <laughs> fucked over unless you're dressed as a skiing. Guy. Yeah, that's why it's funny. Well, yeah. So it's I'm trying to make it funny, and you're poking holes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now you shut up, Anna. <laughs> All right, I'm ready for this. So if I had one costume, it would definitely fat be an Among Us costume. I would want to be an astronaut 24-7. Everywhere you go. Everywhere I go. Would it be like an actual astronaut suit or like your current Among Us costume? I would want an actual... Um, like astronaut so space, costume, so like sp- yeah, spacesuit. But you gotta wear this everywhere. That's fine. So like Joji, well not Joji, but the you know the uh, your man costume in that video. Yes, absolutely. Gotta wear that at funerals. It's, of course, I show up to a funeral and I look like an astronaut. <laughs> Who's gonna judge that? An American hero. Exactly. <laughs> uh, also, it is good for skiing keeps you warm yeah how about when it how about the summer months here in sacramento yeah you know you just peel off the top (laughs) what you just peel off the top part and you uh it's like a banana just wear the pant part and then you can just wear a bra on top what okay do astronauts astronauts wear bras i don't know yes they absolutely do do they yeah. No, I mean, really think about when an astronaut costume is, like, not no, applicable. I think he means real astronauts, you, Yeah, no, no, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, you walk into a boardroom meeting, you're an astronaut. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, what's the hair? Do you have, like, Krista McAuliffe? I, like I, I would, hair. I think, the hair part doesn't matter so I'm much. I'm just curious. I'm you guessing, can do I'm, the hair. I'm guessing just ponytail. You want it. Bald. Bald. 
No, no, no. I can do my voluptuous hair. Yeah, the hair isn't part of the costume. I'm just curious. Yeah, like you can do your hair however you want if you're dressing up as JFK. Well, no, if I'm dressing up as JFK, I have to have a JFK hairstyle. <laughs> but yeah, party. You look like an astronaut. Dope. Mm-hmm. Uh, Get pulled over by cops. Astronaut. You're an astronaut. Dope. <laughs> go into go TSA. TSA. You're an <laughs> astronaut. Who's going to question that? Everyone. No one. <laughs> no one is going to question that. I feel like firefighter would be a good one then because like everyone's into firefighters. That was what I was thinking about earlier actually, but I can't like go to my job dressed as a firefighter. That's kind of weird. Right. All right. For mine, I was going to go with a suit, but I was like, hmm, no. So I already took that one, but I would definitely say commercial airline pilot. Like, Okay, uh, Frank Abagnale. Yeah, for sure. I got the stripes on me. Anytime I get pulled over, they always assume, oh, you know, you're, you know, they probably assume I'm some sort of veteran. Like I probably fought somewhere, and then that's why they got me as a pilot. Uh, TSA, they they probably just let me right through in Halloween anytime. Yeah, in the in the heat, I might be fucked, but. And most of the points, it's an elevated than a suit. Right. So what's interesting about this is that all three of us have chosen outfits that reflect some authority. Right. Right. Well, yeah, because I feel like if you dress up as like the big Lebowski, you know, you can't, you're in a bathrobe and shorts. Slave Leia. Yeah. Like what is, yeah, that might be successful in some situations, but you know. What situations? I don't know get free drinks at a bar in the caribbean yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't know um pulled over at it in a routine traffic stop get out of a ticket yeah you're right. <laughs> shake the bitties a bit yeah just shake them. You're gross. <laughs> all right on to our next one all right have you have either of you ever had a paranormal experience Ooh. yes sir all right i will save you some time and say no all right sal no hannah so i here's the thing i don't uh strongheartedly believe Mm -hmm. in the existence of the paranormal right um in that way i would say that i'm kind of like an atheist Mm -hmm. right like i atheist yeah, I'm a paranormal atheist. Or like, agnostic. Uh, agnostic, actually. Thank mm-hmm. you. Agnostic is the term. Because right. I don't really believe that they exist, but I don't have facts to prove that they don't exist. So that's kind of that gray area. Um, me. When I was about 13, mm. I... <laughs> I was walking through my house all by myself. No one was home. Uh huh. And I felt someone pull on my shirt. Ooh. Like literally, no one was home, mm-hmm. and someone pulled on my shirt like hard enough for my shoulder to lurch back. Right. Which obviously wouldn't happen. Like, of my own accord. Like, I didn't have a twitch. I didn't have, like, a, you know, anything. So, it felt like something from behind me was, like, yanking on me. 
And of course, I mean, you know, I turn around, there's nothing there. Mm -hmm. So I'm spooked out of my fucking mind. Right. Right. Accordingly. So I don't know. Like, what does that mean? I mean, I would definitely say that is because, you know, most paranormal experiences aren't confirmed. Right. It's just a, well, I would definitely choose, okay, suspected paranormal experience. I would definitely change the question to, and I would equate that one to one. But yeah, right. that's, I, I don't think I've ever heard that story before. No, I'm not like, oh, it was a ghost that right. was like fucking but it was, up it me. was a weird But it's like, thing. who who was yanking on my shirt, you know? Right. Yeah. For sure. And I will answer the question that I also do not. I've heard stories... But I, uh, people close to me, like, uh, this didn't happen to me. So I would, to answer the question, I would say no. But um, I'd heard this story from someone close to me that uh, they were, they were roommates with a girl and their friend was at home and uh, she turned off the lights and she heard, and this roommate was like very timid, very uh, introverted, didn't like to Mm -hmm. brag about stories, but she heard uh, a voice go uh we don't like the dark like a male voice go we don't like the dark interesting and she just ran to her room and hid and called her roommate and everything and she doesn't even like to talk about the story but her roommate is pr- likes to bring up the story wow but yeah to answer yeah, the question no, i do spooky. not have it yeah yeah uh can i tell one more story go ahead uh so when I was about 14, mm. I uh, Trouble, woke up. Troubled teens, eh? Yeah, troubled <laughs> teens, right? Yeah. No, I, I woke up in the middle of the night mm. um, for no reason, but like, you know, my door was open, whatever. Right. And I walked out of my room mm. and I turned the corner. Nothing was there. Uh-huh. It was just my hallway, right. whatever. That's fine. I go back to bed. Mm. Well, I had gotten up because I was like, oh, the door's open. Like, is someone up? But no one was. Right. right? So I, so then I headed back to bed. Mm-hmm. And I crawled back into bed. Got all cozy. Mm-hmm. And then a strong arm reached across my middle, my torso. Ooh, boy. And grabbed me tight. Uh huh. And said, "All right, it's time to go to sleep." What the fuck? I was fourteen. And it wasn't your dad or anything like that. It was not my dad. <laughs> Did you see the hand? Did you see the arm? From my memory, it was a strong male arm, but I didn't see his face. I didn't see his body or anything. But I had gotten up, walked around, come back to bed for some reason and then it was a strong arm but saying, you saw it yeah i saw the arm right i didn't see the body Ugh. but i saw the arm all right so hannah confirmed haunted right so <laughs> i mean we both said no and she has two stories she probably has more do you have i more? mean to be honest <laughs> oh jesus bro <laughs> i think it was this house specifically haunted. actually like specifically this house i've lived in several houses mm-hmm. and it's this one house where all this weird shit has happened right yeah no because uh growing uh, when we were growing up it's how you remember this do you remember that uh, dad so our dad is a property manager how he had a house where someone uh, committed suicide yeah 
Yeah. So everyone always talked about weird, feeling weird in this house or whatever. And I'd been in that house a bunch of times. I never felt any sort of presence or any sort of bad vibe or anything like that. I I worked at that house when I was younger, when I was around 17, 18, 19. Yeah, Uh, yeah, never. I I mean, it was during the day. I don't know. You know, there's like a whole proclivity for... uh, spirits yeah to come out at night but uh yeah nothing yeah and then his workers would be like but i feel like they were just trying to get out of work early or some shit i don't know i think hey, like boss soon, i felt some weird shit i can't come uh, into yeah, work as tomorrow as someone says one thing it just kind of spreads yeah and i'd heard the rumor i'd never i didn't know the truth about like how even how he died up until a couple weeks ago but i'm gonna go on record i will invite any uh nefarious oh, spirits to uh you know come to me prove yourselves please don't because we share the same house please don't do that yeah and i'm just visiting so <laughs> i've used ouija ouija boards Dude, why because they're all bullshit I don't need. I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't tempt fate, dude. Okay, no, I, but they're fun. Like Ouija boards are fun. I would. Okay, you like, know what Ouija boards are? It's fake. like it's like drunk, like sixteen-year-old girls. They're nope. like, Ooh, I would never. It's dude, were you it's, a drunk sixteen-year-old girl? No, but my girlfriend in high school was, and it's all just like you know, it's fucking made by Hasbro, dude. Like it's, uh, come on. Nope. Uh. Uh-uh. Nope. Absolutely not. Well, Emiliano, uh, interesting that you say that because we have a Ouija board here for you. Get that fucking thing away from me. (laughs) We're ready to go. No, you guys are ready to go. I'm ready to get the fuck out. No, but but for real, you could pay me a million dollars and I wouldn't play with one. I don't honestly, I'm not a huge believer, but I am a big believer in not testing anything like that i'll test everything and anything if that's where we yeah, and my I'll brother test differ it too. yeah should well, we fuck with him tonight so yeah you no, fuck with me and i will me. leave i'm gonna like i'm gonna like put like a goat upside down you're gonna pull a you haven't even seen that movie i'm not even make that reference it's satanic shit it's a goat whatever anyway <laughs> i fucking hate you guys <laughs> all right our next question uh, moving along here moving along here all right what is the scariest horror video game you guys have ever played? We'll start with Sal. Mm. Horror game. H- horror game? Horror game, yeah. GTA Five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, scariest horror game. Horror, yes. Um, probably like Resident Evil Seven. Mm-hmm. Uh. It's not that scary, but, like, the... I mean, it's a great video game, so they have, like, a good mix of, like, enemies popping out at you uh, at good times and... Right. That kind of stuff. So, I'd say that. I've never played Outlast. Which I have. I know that's scary, but, uh, yeah, I played Amnesia. Honestly, Amnesia's got, like, a creepy vibe, but it's also just kind of, like... It just... uh, it's kind of like full of itself in a way it's just like it's kind of creepy but um it's not scary right uh yeah there's not enough like shit that scares you in it. like and again like i said resident evil 7 i think the scariest parts were probably the jump scares which is cheap you know but mm-hmm. i think it did a good job of 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 doing that for sure all right hannah 
Definitely the scariest horror game has been uh, by Hideo Kojima mm-hmm. called PT. Well, I mean, that's it. That was a you played demo. That? Yeah, I've played it. Wait, yeah, wait you actually been, played it though? I did play it. Who's right? This is a rare thing, right? It so is. Yeah, is... they they sell these playstations on yeah. eBay for like five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? Uh, sorry, um, real quick to no, be here, for but it. people that have the demo game license are gonna lose it with the PS Five. Really? Yeah, it's not coming to the PS Five. Whose shit is that? Whose phone is that? Come on, dude. That wasn't me. You just paused it. Yeah, but I don't know why the played Dickhead. it. Was that did, did Siri just get activated? I don't know. Alright, well, that sorry about weird. that. Oh. No, that I think so okay because I don't know that song, that so I so, think yeah. Siri. We're gonna have to play that back. And any listeners out there, uh, you know, play that shit and see if your that phone was does bizarre. that. <laughs> because <laughs> I didn't, I didn't touch my phone. <laughs> so no, think, see, you invited the spirits. They're already here. <laughs> yeah. They're here. <laughs> yeah, I think my iPhone heard. You know, hey Siri, play. Come over. Jesus, Ouch. but um, no. With the PS5, whoever has that bought and downloaded, they're not gonna get the demo on the PS5. Yeah, but they'll mm-hmm. still have it on their PS4. Yeah, on their PS4. Yeah, sure. yeah. yeah. But go ahead, Hannah. Yeah. So my ex had a. Wait, hold on. Are we gonna get cop co- like? No, I'll I'll figure it that? out. I'll figure it out. All right. So my ex had it downloaded, uh-huh. right? and uh, we played it. And this shit was fucked up, right? And I love Guillermo del Toro. Mm-hmm. And he did Kojima. Yeah, Guillermo del yeah. Toro. You know we've actually Emiliano met him. And actually, yeah, Emiliano I and I know. met him. It different occasions. It was freaking insane, really? right? You guys, no. on different yeah. occasions. You, you, I, met well, him, I, know I met him heading okay. to, sorry to cut you off. I met it's him okay. on the plane. Mansplaining. I met fine. him on the plane. Sal yeah, and my other brother and my dad met him off the plane on a different trip. But did you actually meet him on the plane? Yeah. You said, hello, Yeah. my name is Emiliano. Mm-hmm. And I didn't take a picture with him, but I met him. So it didn't actually happen. As well. No, fuck you about that. All right, go ahead, Hannah. Sorry to cut you off. It's okay for the second time. Well, I have apologies every time. Yeah, that's that makes it okay. Yes. You know? No, it's okay. Um, I'm hella jealous that they met Guillermo del Toro, so that's okay. Um, yeah, PT uh, will fuck you up because it's different from other horror film, like horror video games, because you're really playing on the same map, mm-hmm. like over and over and over and over and over again and it's right. a small map it's not a like you're not even getting a full house mm-hmm. you know and like i freaking love resident evil right right i'd say that resident evil 7 and probably like built off of yeah PT. i agree i agree i mm-hmm. agree um and with the resident evil games you know you get the outside of the house grounds you mm-hmm. get the back you get the upstairs all the shit um, with PT, you're really getting a very confined map, um, but because of the mechanics, you're seeing different things every time you run through. Right. So it's the same hallway, but different every time you go through, mm. um, which makes you terrified because you have to run it multiple times. But you don't know when the shit is going to pop up. 
you know? Right. And so probably like the most terrifying moment in that game is, uh, you know, you're looking through a door, mm-hmm. you're popping through a door and you see, oh God, this is nasty, but like you see an aborted oh, geez. fetus Ugh. like laying in the bathroom, Oof. you know, and you're really not ex- expecting it at all. Um, and I think that that's pretty disgruntling for all audiences. Ooh. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah. it's pretty freaky. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I've heard a lot about PT. Uh, of course, I I definitely wish, like everyone else that is a fan, that that game was made. Mm-hmm. But of course, you know, can't get what you wish for. But definitely a good answer. And me, I will go definitely a little more. Um, indie definitely uh scariest in terms of uh, i would say definitely surprise and then the scary aspect from there on out is uh doki doki literature club have you guys heard of this game sounds like an anime so so it is a dating sim (laughs) and about halfway through it the wait emiliano do you know what doki doki means no what does it mean heartbeat heartbeat oh well about halfway through the game uh spoiler alert the girl you're so you play a guy and he enters like a literature club and there's um four other girls in that and the girl boobage on the girls one of them is tall and she has a pretty big boobage is is one of them does one of them wear like a witch's hat no one is very witchy she's like tall and she has purple hair does one of them have like glasses no one of them is like is the petite one are there short skirts yes nice like how how short not not like uh hentai short but not conservatively short nice 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 but um no about halfway through like you think it's like cute and there's this like music behind it's very it's like a very cute dating sim right that's kind of the shit with like japanese games right they kind of like give that really sweet but then halfway through music but then the uh explicit no but this this one was uh halfway through it the girl's like oh so do you want to date me and it's a choice between yes or no and despite either one you get a very graphic very disturbing image the next day when you go to her house and she is hanging Oh my god! Yeah, like it's yeah, like she's hanging and there's just like uh, soundtrack and it's super disturbing. And the game restarts and she's glitched out of the main menu and every yeah, and then it's just like a huge yeah. And then the whole game is just like the girl you choose. You can choose a girl who like kills herself. You can choose another girl who like she talks about how her dad like beats. It's it's crazy. And then the way you beat the game is you have to go into the game files and delete this characters it's crazy wait when you're saying that you have to go into the game's files yeah like on your computer on steam and is that like if you were to go look up like the game guide that's what it would tell you that's how you beat it yeah you have to go right that's kind of fucked up man (laughs) but for scary it was definitely like that because it's like whoa what what is and then it's kind of like uh like too many cooks you know like adult swim yeah it's like, like that. something that you don't expect to be fucked up, but then it just yeah. is fucked up. Right. And then the whole time, like, the character who's trying to, like, date you, she's, like, talking to... She's breaking the fourth wall. 
mm-hmm. and like it records your gameplay and she's like oh i know you've been playing here for five hours you chose the other two girls instead of me why did you choose them all this stuff and it's it's definitely so for me you yeah. obviously should not choose her right? no yeah manipulative huh manipulative very much so but yeah i would definitely say that would be uh scariest dude that's gnarly <laughs> All right, and then another one, our second question here. Our I second like to last could, question uh, here. I feel Go like ahead. we could do a whole other podcast about, like, the fucked up Japanese games. That's the only one I know, so. Oh. I'm sure whole. you could do one. Yeah, you're right. You All right, next time, next time. Yeah. <laughs> we have a Hannah podcast. Hannah yeah. cast? <laughs> Hannah, Japana, yeah. Hannah, Japana is mm-hmm. her uh, Finster name. Japana? No. That, well, I mean, of course, that's not to say that I know like everything about this, you know, field. But yeah. <laughs> All right. So here we go. How much money would it take for you to spend a night inside a confirmed haunted house? We'll start with Sal. Mm, I don't like. Am I just trying to get money? Someone is like, I will pay you this amount to spend a night in this house. So that is pay, for sure. Like they'll pay me whatever I ask. Yes. Well, how much would it take? What is the least Can amount? Can you set the setting, Emiliano? Okay. The setting Can is. Can you give uh, us like a okay. little bit of a. There is a haunt. Here. There is. It's like the Emmityville. Okay. So it's like that sort of house. Like there's been murders here. There's been definite uh, paranormal. There's been confirmed paranormal activity. There's not been any exorcisms. It is a haunted house. There will definitely be some paranormal activity like, happening. Like, like it, it, will I possibly die? Yes. Are you by yourself? Can yes. You, like, this is separate occasions. You guys okay. cannot go so together. So you're all by yourself here, baby. Yeah. I don't know, like 100K. 100K. Yeah. 100K. That is reasonable because yeah. I feel like with every... I was worried about asking this because I feel like... It's like, oh, just like $200 million. That's what like, I'm saying. Like, if, if they'll pay me anything I ask, I'll say like a billion dollars, right? Just to get the But money. it has to be within reason. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't really care that much. Like, yeah, 100K sounds good. To yeah. Me. All right. Hannah? Well, my thing is when a haunted house is like, quote unquote, confirmed to be mm-hmm. a haunted house, I usually don't like, because I don't believe in paranormal activity, so I'm going to think that it's uh, human interference. <laughs> so my price would be 5000 5K? 5K. Wow. Yeah. That is that is low. Because I believe more in my ability to fight off human uh, assailants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Okay. For me, I would definitely say... This is a tough one because we've gotten middle and then we've gone low i would probably definitely say probably say about 200k 200k because it's like i would i want to say a million but then it's like what if i'd say about 200 i feel like my uh i feel like my uh my binging of a supernatural would definitely help me in 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 whatever may or may not come at me in the house (laughs) be it a confirmed supernatural entity or just like or this or just them trying to fuck with me mm-hmm. but yeah i'd feel like 200k would definitely be my price to spend a night there yeah i'm still set on the 5k <laughs> that is that is uh, that is bold 
Well, if I can go in, you know, with my little weapons or whatever. For sure. And it's just like another human. Right. I'll fuck him up. For sure. Well, all right. Is that that all your questions? We have one more. We're getting a little over an hour, but this will be our last one, and then we'll move into our segment. Last question. What is the scariest? Special edition. Special edition, yes. What is the, this is the Halloween special. <laughs> but uh, last question. Halloween. What, Halloween. What is, we're going to get, we're going to get copywritten. We're going to get, get, <laughs> get uh, a co- copy strike. Yeah, bro. Tim Burton is going to. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure Tim Burton is really looking out for hey, us Tim right Bur- now. <laughs> Tim Burton is a, is a avid listener. Uh, I, love, you know. I love him. I love Tim Burton. <laughs> yeah, right. What's this? What's this? Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what is the scariest non-horror movie you've ever seen? That's fucked Ooh. up because I feel like we already—I no. already answered non-horror. that. Non-horror. I answered that already. Non-horror. I have an answer. All right. I'll have a second answer. All right. That's completely fine. Hannah, do you have an answer, or do you want me to go first? I will go first. Uh, I will go off. I would definitely say, and this is from, I cannot replicate the horror I felt, or I can, but it is, I would say, <laughs> I don't know, for some reason, sometimes it still gets me to this day. Uh, you know what? I'm going to change Wallace my answer. Wallace and Gromit? No. <laughs> no. I would change my answer uh, because of a childhood viewing and recently, I would probably say Spirited Away. Because of the pig scene. Hmm. Because I remember as a kid watching it and just being so horrified at the thought of my parents being turned into it. Absolutely. And then I watched it recently on the way back from Sacramento a couple times ago. And it was still pretty, like the whole movie, uh, it was... Were you a little, uh, you know... No, I was not. No, but that's fair. Like, as a a child to see... Or to imagine yeah. your parents be turned into and then just the grotesqueness of the pigs, massive pig yeah. creatures is really. When was unsettling. the first time that you saw it? I yeah. probably saw it when I was around like eight or nine. How? Where? That's really I upsetting. I hadn't seen it back then. I, I saw a scene. Like, I don't know. I don't. Rem- like I remember seeing it probably. And then it's only as an adult that you're like, oh man, they fucking deserve it. Well, I don't want to say the parents <laughs> deserve it in that Jesus. movie. They were eat- they were hungry. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, you need to wait for the server to, you know. The food was there. Yeah, but you don't just grab things when they're there. Says who? You know? Says the law. I'd be more worried about society. Well, Japanese society is very different from U.S. society. Not that different. (laughs) Not that different. All right. All right. Do you have an answer, Hannah? Can't say tenant. No, I'm not going to say tenant. The most. Mm, unsettling yeah it doesn't have to be horror but unsettling thriller-esque you know yeah so i would say annihilation what is it i've i've haven't annihilation seen it. It's got like natalie is, portman in it yeah it's an excellent oh with oscar isaac no no oh who's in that who's the is second in that movie is oscar no 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 i think oh oscar yeah he, is, yeah, like, yeah, is her guys. In it. yeah no i think he's the he's only reason is, yeah so yeah screw you. no you're right um so natalie portman is the central figure in it mm. and she leads a team of all female uh combatants into a 
an area of mm-hmm. alien contamination. Um, it's like a alternate universe, or not a universe? It's a portal, right? It's well, they're unsure exactly but, but what it, it is. Well, but it's a it is a portal. Like it, they don't know where it is, but it's like definitely not Earth. Well, the. It 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 is Earth, uh, but it's there's like a strat like there's like a containment right there's like a containment right. on Earth, and they enter it, mm-hmm. um, and they don't know what they're gonna find, right? Right, and that's why there's an horror there's a horror aspect to it mm-hmm. is because they don't know what they're going to find, uh, and it's a combination of the. Uh, animal creatures plus the plant life mm-hmm. um, and what those create to create like to manifest into uh, aggressive life forms right um, but the reason that it becomes horror even though it isn't actually a horror film is because you just don't know you just don't know what you're gonna see right yeah and then there's also an aspect of um, human conscious, human consciousness, mm. um, confronting an own clone of human consciousness. For sure. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a pretty good answer. I might. I've been meaning to give the movie a watch. I only remember like seeing Oscar Isaac and Ellie Portman on the on the poster, but I was just it was just one of those movies. Yeah, it's I, really excellent. I really encourage it. I definitely have to give it a watch. All right. What about you? So I forgot my movie, but then I remembered because. <laughs> You said Oscar Isaac. Oh, well, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, it's not a movie. Uh, oh, well, but I guess... Speaking of the microphone. It sounds like there's an echo. Yeah. Um, I guess Black Mirror is kind of horror-ish, right? Is Oscar Isaac in a Black Mirror? No, no, no. He's He is in... Uh, he's in uh, Ex Machina. Uh-huh. Right, yeah, which is kind of like a Black Mary kind of yeah. movie, but that's not what I was thinking about. It's um, it's an episode of Black Mirror. Um, which one? I could probably tell you the title. Uh, it's called an entire an an entire history of you. Oh, mm-hmm. ooh, that's mm-hmm. that's a good one. So that yep. is my absolute favorite Black Mirror uh, episode. Second episode. Give right? us a couple yeah. dates. No, that. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I will um, ascertain forever and always that the best black mirror episodes are the british ones mm-hmm. uh, even in the new seasons like the best creepiest ones are always the british ones i feel like british people are like fucking depressed as shit and they always <laughs> fucking you know yeah bro That's in a, a very take. in a very special way not like you know they're not depressed yeah. but they're like damn life fucking sucks you know what i mean yeah uh, the, the bleak, bleak bleakness yeah. bleakness um and this really this episode really hit hard for me because I totally like identified with it. So an entire history of you uh and this gets kind of brought up in Black Mirror in other episodes. Uh, but in this uh episode they have these things um I forgot what they're called but basically like uh I think they call it like a is it like a rice? Yeah. I think so, something like that. It's, it's like, like a chip. Little, yeah, it's a little implant in their head that allows them 
to record everything that happens to them like through their eyes and their ears yeah so zero trans completely transparent world mm-hmm. well yeah they, they can just record it and like play it back inside their own heads yeah. and they can also like put it on tvs and mm-hmm. stuff and uh this episode is this guy he's a lawyer and like for example he has like a bad like a uh, meeting at work and he like replays it because he's like oh i said something wrong at this point and i'm looking at the way that like yeah like their guy, mannerisms yeah, and all that like, stuff the way this guy was looking at me and that's mm. totally like i i think about that shit all the time like i don't really have anxiety but i feel like sometimes i do like have like kind of not social like kind of social anxiety like i will remember back on something and i'm like oh were they doing this or were they doing that right so, like that definitely like hit hard with me and mm-hmm. um in the episode he is like um suspicious of the way that his wife is acting with uh this like dinner well they are guests at his dinner party yeah. this guy but they're friends they're friends yeah but they his wife and this guy are old friends mm-hmm. before they even knew each other right yeah so he's kind of suspicious about it and then he's like, oh, what, what were you talking about in this? And why are we doing that? You know? And then. Uh, yeah. Like later, he tells a shitty joke and she's like. <laughs> yeah. Like completely. In, and then over, later at that point, yeah, yeah, he like gets super drunk. And then at some point he like uh, goes over to the guy's house and then he like basically like assaults him. Right. And then he's like, oh, yeah, you know, you know how you guys always talk about how you guys went on that trip. Like play it, play it now. And he like has like a broken like alcohol bottle that he like puts to his neck and forces him to play it well there's still some stuff that happens before that like what like uh she claims that they only hooked up but then in a memory that he plays they're kissing in the background and he's like oh is that marrakesh and then she was like oh we didn't just hook up we dated for three months yeah and then there's these little things that just start to pile up yeah basically and and then he goes to this guy's house, yeah. and then uh, he's actually shacked up with another chick from the dinner party. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then he's like, "Oh yeah, you're a you know you're a playboy, aren't you?" And yeah. He makes him play yeah Marrakesh on the TV. Yeah. And then, yeah, they like uh, he sees all that shit, and then um, he goes back to. Well, and then he makes him delete it all. He's like, "Oh, yeah. you're gonna delete all the stuff with my ex-wife." Yeah, and then another thing in the in the show like with my wife. Yeah. Um, but then he he goes back, and then he makes her play something, and it was like them having sex while they were married. Yeah. And then, basically, he kind of like figures out that um, spoilers all. By the way, yeah, we'll little, we'll uh, we'll put we'll I'll put spoiler uh, time slots yeah. in the in the description. Uh, but basically he's like oh like his daughter his like infant daughter that they yeah. have he's like oh i think this is like his yeah so basically uh what happens is he replays him looking at the guy deleting it and he talks to his wife and he replays it and there's an ugly painting above the bed yes and there's a scene where it's the girl after like she's naked and she has a blanket over her over her chest and you can see the ugly painting and then he's like oh you guys definitely had sex in our bedroom and he forcibly makes her play them having sex in front of them yeah 
and then uh, she lies about him wearing a condom, so he suspects that his daughter, that their daughter, isn't his. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the last scene in the episode is um, his house is empty, his yeah. wife is gone, the and baby's the baby's gone. Yeah. 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 Uh, and he just starts replaying like memories of him with the daughter happy memories memories of him with his wife and then he's just beside himself because Mm -hmm. he was right perhaps maybe like with his paranoia he used the tool that he had at his advantage to prove his paranoia but he is so unhappy because his whole life is like shattered now right Right. and the last scene is he takes a razor blade Mm -hmm. to his head um or to his neck or wherever the implant yeah. is yeah. Uh, to remove it because he just can't handle the fact because he knows he can't control himself from just replaying all of these memories. Mm-hmm. So he like sorry about that. Uh, exercises right the chip out of his head. Yeah, uh, which to me hit really hard because I knew I know that if I had access to that kind of shit, like I wouldn't let anything go. Yeah, you know no, and I mean? even with, um, I mean, with the world we live in, I mean, everyone has a camera. Everyone, I mean, mm-hmm. our constant memories are are being shown. And, like, every time I come up here, like, on a personal note, every time I come up here, I, yeah, we take pictures sometimes, but often I don't. Like, I'll take funny pictures of your dog or, like, we'll take, like, one group picture. But then most of the time I try not to take pictures because I try to just relive the memories naturally. Because I have suffered in the past in previous bad relationships and friendships where there's too many pictures and I'll go through, delete them, and there's just one and I'll go back to it and it's just like, it's hard to let it go. Mm -hmm. So that episode also definitely hit where it's just like, oh yeah, how did the ends justify the means? Yeah, you were right, but look what it cost you. Yeah. And it's just like the whole ignorance is bliss. Yeah. Because I've had issues with that. Personal, I, I didn't. I didn't mean for this podcast to get on this serious note, but <laughs> no, no, but, no, but, I like it. But no, good. I mean it. It's it can be tough, man. Like um, just dealing with all that and having access to everything in that way. Yeah, yeah you know how it's like. Not- uh, sorry, one second, Hannah. You know, like uh, with your iPhone too. You know, like it'll bring up like uh, snapshots or whatever, like memories. Yeah. And Facebook. And it, what's inter- what's good is both of the, the, the platforms. Facebook, I think, when you uh, delete someone from your uh, like relationship status, it says like, "Do you want to take a break?" Right. And it won't show you their status updates. It won't show you uh, memories of pictures with you, with, like of you with them, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, on iPhone, if you have like a memory come up, and it'll be like you know. I'll just make a, a fake name. It'll be like Mark and Shannon, you know, yeah. like Shannon throughout the years, you know, yeah. and you can click like the little three little dots and be like, oh, um, don't show these. Um, don't show this person in my memories, which is good, you know, mm-hmm. but, but before that happens, you know, that, that kind of stuff, even now, like with our current technology, that kind of stuff does pop up. Yeah. Like on Snapchat, I like I just showed Hannah today a dog that I used to have. I took a really mm-hmm. goofy picture of her. A little it popped dog. Up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it was it, it was nice. Like before, I would have seen the picture and been really sad. But it's like, oh, I 
love the fact that I had that experience with this dog right. at that point. It's but, a positive thing, yeah. then, you know. Well, that, but that's from over time of having a lot more negative feelings towards stuff like that, like a picture I'd missed from like a previous relationship that popped up uh, a couple months ago and stuff like that. Yeah, and I, I don't know if this is the case for everyone, but for me, like through the years, as you get older, like that kind of stuff hits a little less i think you know mm. you, you start to be able to contextualize right your experiences and, and and know that like they were what they were but like there's no reason to to like dwindle on them you're right uh but yeah all right yeah on that note that wraps up our uh interview slash question q a on uh halloween on halloween halloween, halloween. <laughs> And we move into our next segment, What You Watching? What you watching? What you watching? <laughs> so I told Emiliano this uh, in a text, but the jingle gives me like big regular show vibes. Right. <laughs> For like, sure. Like when they do when they make songs about like the power and the keyboard and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, exactly. Like Mordecai and Rigby as well. Right. Yeah, no, and then me and Kyle, we, we love that show. We we grew up watching that show. Like, we would, like, make drawings of that show and mm-hmm. all this kid stuff. But, yeah, so in What You're Watching, it is our segment where we talk about uh, stuff we've been watching, listening to, or reading uh, in the past week. So, okay. Hannah, what you watching? So, lately, I have been watching this anime on Netflix called... Devilman Crybaby. What's that? By Masaki Yuasa. Mm-hmm. And it is a hyper violent, hyper sexualized, hand drawn anime really? on Netflix. Mm. And I want to emphasize the Who's part. Who's Oh, Masaki Yuasa. <laughs> Himself. Plus his. <laughs> the man, the myth. The legend. Plus, of <laughs> course, we can't forget to acknowledge his, you know, interns that are drawing it by hand. Um, and this shit is good. Mm-hmm. All right. And this is based off of an old manga. By the by, the same. Was it was is it the same author? No, the director is different from the author. Mm. Yeah, and uh, did the it, author uh, write any of the like screenplays? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he adapted really? the screenplay, all that, and it is very visually appealing. Mm. It's really nice. Um, I think that it's really good, especially for this current uh, climate that mm-hmm. we're in politically. Right. Particularly, yeah. Nice. Well, that's cool. Is it a Netflix original? It is a Netflix original. Netflix adapted it mm-hmm. um, from the manga. It's um, really rough. So, like, I wouldn't advise it for anyone under the age of seventeen for sure because it is very violent. It's TV seventeen. Absolutely. Is it yeah. so? Because it's a Netflix original, is it made in English? Um, so there's the Japanese and the English version, but then I think they also have like a French version. So, uh, so it was probably created 
by a Japanese studio and then like yeah licensed. Okay. that's yeah. the thing yeah, licensed, that's the but thing like, uh, distributed yeah. by Netflix yes 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 yeah. yes you're right that's cool I definitely uh I definitely have to give that a watch sometime mm-hmm. I right. think Hannah you've been watching Killing Eve right yeah yeah what's that God that shit is good Sandra O oh. mm-hmm. are you familiar she's from uh, Grey's Anatomy right. That's what she early hails from. Yeah. And then she kicks fucking ass in Killing Eve. That's her uh, claim to fame, right? Grey's Anatomy? Yeah, her original, like, uh, yeah, like well, big, big, not Hollywood, but I guess silver screen. Or right, debut. that was her introduction. Yeah. Right. It's interesting because that was her introduction, but then it's kind of interesting because she shows that she's actually the real fucking powerhouse. Right. Yeah, when she's given the chance. Mm-hmm. Like she can handle being the being the series lead. Exactly. So what? What like? Don't tell us like plot necessarily, but like what is the what makes the show great? What makes just the mm, good question? Okay. So we have a lot of adventuresque, thrilleresque, uh, murderesque. Mm-hmm. Murderesque. Well, I guess that's just murder, right? <laughs> I don't, what, I don't what, need to say murderesque. What is murderesque? <laughs> I guess an assault is murderesque. Murder, right. murder, like adjacent or murder focused. <laughs> Right, that's just like... Does Sandra O murder? Well... No, she plays... Spoilers? Oh, I don't want to oh. spoil. Spoilers all? I don't want to spoil. Spoilers all? Doesn't she play yeah. like the good... Doesn't she play the cop? Well, in the first oh, season... I did not know this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to ruin anymore. Uh-oh. <laughs> Whoa. Um, but, but I feel like what makes this series uh, stand out from others is that it really, really, really dives into the infatuation between the um, person who's seeking and the person who's perpetrating, uh-huh. right? So usually, like, typically in a, in a film or, like, a TV show or whatever, you know, you have your straight good cop and then right. you have your evil perpetrator right Uh in this show i feel like the the line between the two is very muddled right which is what makes it quite interesting so it's not like a typical like cat and mouse game it's like a um like it's not black and white it's gray exactly or it's gray the whole way through the whole way through it's Mm, gray interesting yeah yeah i'd heard of that show before but i didn't know it uh really blurred the lines yeah like that. that's yeah. interesting though and uh i have to say that it is i mean you know i know that the word feminist is quite controversial these days for whatever reasons they shouldn't be the word feminist shouldn't be controversial mm-hmm. but uh this show is in fact quite feminist um because it has very strong female characters but in that line, the male characters are charming, wonderful, dynamic, mm-hmm. all very well written. So I think that it 
would appeal to everyone. Nice. Yeah. Right, well, I'll definitely, I'll definitely be giving that a watch. Yeah. All right, Sal, what you been watching? So it's uh, it's more uh, what you've been consuming, right? What you mean? Okay, you said watching, listening. To watching, you. listening, reading. It doesn't have to necessarily be a uh, a um, like a TV show or anything like that. Right. Yeah. Well. Um, Like Kyle, he often talks about like the radio he listens to in the morning and stuff like that. Right. So I guess I'll talk about two things. Um, I've been recently listening to a lot of uh, Joji. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Yeah, and uh, for can you, you give know, us a line what? from Joji? Can you uh, give us a like line? A, like a. I can't get over you. You should be with him. I can't compete. Joji, please don't sue me. Oh, Oh, my God. Fuck yeah, I'm going to take him to bed. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, yeah, actually, uh, he recently, so. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, Joji is, uh, I, I think he's self-described, or maybe not self-described, but 88 Rising describes him as an R&B artist, mm-hmm. at least in uh, the like iTunes music uh, shit. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, I mean, at this point, a lot of music genres are kind of blurred. I know? thought he was considered yeah. uh, alternative. I mean, I think that's more of a general kind of, uh, you know... Mm-hmm. kind of a situation right for sure alternative um but um for anyone who doesn't know joji his name is george miller he's a japanese uh and i think one of his parents is australian you know so yeah um, mm-hmm. uh but he uh initially uh his claim to fame was being you know filthy frank you know um, mm-hmm. on youtube you know, like hey boss. You know, uh, yeah. You pink, know, pink guy. Yeah, you guys can go G- and give uh, me the pussy, boss. You know, like uh, look that up. And the thing a ching chong right, pingling. You know what I mean, right? Like, but uh, Japanese one hundred one. Yeah, let's pause real quick. Uh, what do you think about uh, Joji versus Filthy Frank? Like, do you think? That the two are the same? Do you think that they're different? No, so actually, so like if you if you are so inclined, you can go online and you can kind of like research Mm -hmm. all of this. Uh, You know, George Miller, he has been from the very beginning, uh, very like music was the reason he started uh, being on YouTube. His original channel is called Disaster music d-i-z-a-s-t-a music um and he's always been into music uh but he really found an audience in at youtube you know within the nether regions of the internet as kind of like a meme lord you know kind of like one of these crazy personalities you know especially around these times uh you know in the mid 
like the early 2010s, you know, amongst like H3, H3, um, you know, how to basic, um, Max Mofo. Max Mofo. Yeah. Uh, ni- uh, ni- Nigahiga. Nigahiga. You know, yeah. Smosh. That, yeah, that kind of stuff. Shane like, Dawson. You know, like, uh, well, I don't know about Shane Dawson, but like all those guys, like, they like to shock people. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. That's interesting that uh, his name is George Miller. Just right? like the. Uh, Mad Max yeah. director. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, so he really. And a lot of people don't know this always necessarily, but he was the one that started Harlem Shake. Right. So on his channel, mm-hmm. you know, Absolutely. he he started yeah. the Harlem Shake. I remember that. Uh, and which became like a super like mainstream kind mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, even my agency did a Harlem Shake video. I mean, who did it? <laughs> like right? back in like, like two thousand nine yeah, like, or something. I, I think my school did it. All that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. But you know his his fan base like and he said a lot of toxic shit. It was just you know it was just kind of like late high school, early college kind of humor, right? You know, and and it's fucking funny. Like I love that shit to this day. You know, I'm not a very like necessarily like politically correct person mm-hmm. like, personally. Like when it matters, of course. But you know, it's fucking funny. It's a joke, you know. But um. At some point, he did try to bring his own personality into his, like, content, you know, and he had these things called, like, Joji Vlogs, you know, because I think that's what people called him in Japan when his name was George. It was Joji. Um, But people were like, what the fuck is this? Like, where's Filthy Frank? Like, you know, like, his, like, the fan base that he built on YouTube was, like, super fucking toxic. And another thing is, as a musician, you know, the Filthy Frank voice is, like... What's up, motherfuckers? Yeah. It's filthy Frank here. Like, you know, and like he... So then it's really startling, Yeah, right? and, and, When you well, hear well, his no, actual no, same well, voice, Well, right? for sure, but not necessarily that, but the reason he stopped doing that was because he was saying that it was hurting his voice, and not only that, but he said yeah. that it was um, causing him a lot of, like, anxiety to right, be and this what, other character. What and, was like, the reaction when he was honest with that? Yeah, he shared, he shared the fact yeah. that he got, like... That he had like a seizure sometimes and stuff. Right. And people, oh Jesus! I mean, because it was so aggressive. You know what? I yeah. I will be like straight up, and people will be like, gay, like uh-huh. you know, all this kind of shit, like. And it and was that, it was sense. hurtful yeah. to both his creative and vocal yeah. Yeah. And, creation. You know, as as Pink yeah. Guy, which is one of the characters that he had as Filthy Frank, he did release an album which was mm-hmm. like super rap based yeah which people liked but 88 rising picked up the pink eye album for release and i think that's where it started that they were like okay so you're a musician let's see what's up and then you know he kind of proved himself to them about like what he was uh about um and at some point i think it was a couple years ago he released like the last episode of filthy frank and um even still in his videos people still talk about like oh like give me the pussy boss and like where's frank and shit but like you know he says that like a lot of that stuff was kind of like the humor he had in high school and like for sure you know like me as someone that's like in a career i wouldn't be talking about that kind of like crazy shit right um so that's who he is now and i think honestly like a lot of people kind of give him some uh flack 
for um, like oh you had your original like fan base and you kind of like didn't care and you moved on to the big things but like honestly it takes like a really strong creative personality to excel at multiple industries or not industries but like genres when it comes to like popular culture right you know being like a meme lord and then later being like a uh a serious musician Mm -hmm. you know and that kind of is is a sorry about that everybody sorry y'all that was my phone that's kind Uh... of a that's kind of a testament to like how creative of a person he is right uh but anyway like yeah he's like an r&b artist and um i guess a lot of some people might describe his music as being like kind of like sad boy kind of music maybe you know like yeah uh, lo- i would say like, some of his songs are sad boy not like lo-fi if that's what you're gonna say but like well, sad so, boy. like he's definitely has some like for sure lo-fi adjacent kind of like yeah. back beats like and, can't uh, get over you is a very good lo-fi beat i would yeah, say yeah if you guys can't tell we have uh, a super joji fanboy out here but <laughs> it's not we, unwarranted we, we do huh well, all right. <laughs> but the thing is it's not unwarranted it's deserved i think yeah, you know i mean i don't know i i don't want to like peacock over here but i think i might be kind of uh not i don't want to say rare breed but someone that really enjoyed his persona's filthy frank but recognizes his like growth into his like music in another like area mm-hmm. and that's why i really love him because i think that's dope you know yeah. what i mean like he like I love H three H three like mm-hmm. Ethan Klein like one like mm-hmm. that motherfucker got me through like some depressive ass episodes in like college like yeah. yeah hilarious inappropriate but hilarious you know and I love that shit but I also recognize when someone is like okay I'm fucking like late twenties early thirties time to grow <laughs> up like I gotta do some other shit yeah and I, I think if you really vibe with someone or like support a creator you've got to like support the way that they want to like transform their shit and like joji's music is good like Mm -hmm. it's fucking got millions of views and shit you know what i mean like it's it's great stuff so he recently uh released uh with 88 rising a um kind of like a concert it was like a live event it was called the extravaganza and uh, it was only streamed three times. So it was like $17, which, I mean, if any of you guys ever gone to a concert, you can't get a fucking ticket for $17. Obviously, <laughs> you can't obviously, get a beer for $17. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, it's different, right? Because you're there, like, shit like that. But, like, this was cool because it was only uh, streamed three times. It was uh, 7 p.m. Pacific time on Saturday, then 7 p.m. Uh, time in like uh something like asia time and then uh 7 p.m in like europe time mm-hmm. like i know asian europe are like big yeah, places they, yeah. but that was what the time is called it was like met and like something else uh but yeah and and i watched it at 7 p.m on a friday and then hannah and i watched it the next day at 10 a.m which was the eastern time and you know it was kind of like 
he'd had some skits like he had like a Justin Timberlake impersonator come out and made like some jokes about it and he was playing his songs paired with skits and it was it was honestly the first at least in my experience uh the first kind of like unique kind of live stream concert that I've seen so far Uh I went and saw them a Metallica live stream concert recently at a drive-in and basically that was just like a recording of them playing Right. music on a stage um, I've seen some live stream concerts uh, like Blue October and stuff you know the guy just plays like in his studio which is cool but this was this was the first one I saw that was like super unique to being like a virtual concert uh, which was really cool and I really appreciated it hold on are you talking shit about Blue October no I'm not talking shit I'm just saying you know it's just kind of like you know, I don't want to pay necessarily to watch you just kind of like play a song in front of a camera. That's is just that like not a exactly what you're playing for? Paying P- for? for? Sorry, paying for. <laughs> I'm playing for this man. <laughs> no, at a concert, I I pay for the fact that I'm there. You know, like in the speakers and in the whole sound design and everything. Yeah. Right. No, I I totally agree. Joji had an excellent Yeah, it was the, the first the first one I've seen that like was different, you know, like it was a whole you know, some people on Reddit and shit were like kind of disappointed about it and felt that he could have gone either further with the skits or could have made it more of a live performance. Uh, but I just thought it was super cool and super different. Yeah. I mean, you don't really see that kind of stuff anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah. Um, sorry, that was a long tangent. So, <laughs> Emiliano, No, feel, it's okay. We have to... a really strong Joji <laughs> fan out <laughs> here. Yeah, I just paid $70 <laughs> for uh, Ballads 1 on eBay. And it's the, yeah. Um, but sorry uh, for that tangent, Emiliano. Feel free to edit any of that. Um, <laughs> watching um, so honestly I've been re-watching The Mandalorian because hmm. the new season comes yeah. out uh, this tomorrow. weekend well tomorrow We're recording at 1am on the 29th Thursday so it's Thursday night yeah alright well I guess we're watching it in like uh, whenever that happens we're watching it in the past yes we're watching it because this will be since it is the halloween episode i will be releasing this on the 31st for legal purposes we watched in the past it was amazing uh but (laughs) yeah i've been rewatching. uh hannah and i rewatched the mandalorian uh season one um and emiliano watched a couple episodes with us yeah uh, episodes uh seven and eight but yeah so um yeah, that's what you guys have been watching. And hold on. Some minor technical difficulties here. But yeah, um I'll edit that out. But <laughs> Wait, hold on. Um So Milano, uh, did you get anything like new from the rewatching of like episode 7 and 8? No, because I was sober when I watched them before. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so full disclosure. Full disclosure. Yeah, so full disclosure, when I originally watched uh, The Mandalorian Season 1, I feel like every night I was drunk because I feel like it came out on, what, like Friday nights or Saturday Friday nights, nights, I think. Saturday yeah. nights, yeah. So I was, was just like... So getting... you were drunk 
every Friday night with me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oof. Oof. Sorry, Hannah. Oof. I had to get through it somehow. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> but no, I mean, because you know me, every time something like that, like I'm an avid Star Wars fan, uh, anything like that, everything always comes out. I always watch videos on it, you know, um, hidden references, all that kind of stuff. So. I didn't really see anything new. Well, not necessarily like saw something new, but did you like get any like new, did you like have any new thoughts or um, like references or maybe like foreshadowings? Yeah, here, here, I got one, I got one. Uh... The child makes my ovaries go fucking insane. I think as does with any female listener. No, 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 watcher no. of the No, this is new. This is new. No one's ever heard this before. Oh. Alright, let's hear it. <laughs> is that all? Yeah, that's it. What's the German actor's name? Uh is it like Vernon? Werner Erzog? Hold on, Jamie. I'm gonna uh, look it up here. Jamie, Jamie, pull it up. Pull it up. Yeah, it's. I think it's. A, it's Werner. Werner. Werner Herzog. Herzog. You know, in that there's that scene <laughs> where he's like, "I'd like to see the baby." You know, and there's that that meme that's like, exactly. "My girlfriend." Every time he watched The Mandalorian. <laughs> uh, so that was basically Hannah. I actually bought her like a sixty dollar animatronic fucking baby Yoda that I actually ordered. Um, back in March, mm-hmm. you know, it's it, true. It was supposed, well, she doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you told her. <laughs> uh, no, I actually, I don't think I did. It was supposed to be for our. Uh, she told me. She said on the first night I was here. She's like, yeah, that was supposed to come in March. No, but. well, actually, I ordered it in January because it was supposed to be for our second year anniversary, uh, which is in February. But then it was like, oh yeah, it comes out in December, and then. You know, I guess it showed up a little earlier, uh, but yeah. Um, but as a female Star Wars fan, I would like to say that the like I fucking love the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. I freaking love it. But the female characters are lacking. Come on, Cara Dune. What do you mean? Come on, <laughs> I don't, I don't the know what armorer. What, what the armor is like? Oh, the armor is probably the, my the favorite character. Yeah, dope as shit. No, I would say what, that, but like, but but she's... why do you guys shit on on that on Cara Dune's character? Uh, I didn't she's understand too masculine. They What's know. wrong with that? Oh, no, that I'm is not the why. issue that I have at all. She's too much of a bro. No, that is not the issue that I have. I freaking love that she's a bro. What do you mean? What's the issue you have with the character? She's a bad actress. She's a fucking MMA fighter. So? I'm just saying, like, maybe she's not a fucking thespian, but come on, give her some fucking slack. No, please, no, please tell me. So, bad actress, uh, like... She doesn't play her character well, or what do you mean? No, she just expresses herself poorly. Okay. Yeah. No, and I'm not, like, shitting on it. Yeah, no, no, no. I I was just, like, when we were watching it, you guys are like, oh, she's such a bad actress. And I was just like, I don't really, I don't really see why you guys hate the character. I don't hate her. I think she plays her role perfectly. No, and I'm glad that she's there. Like, I would rather she be there than not. 
Mm-hmm. Um, let's think about the female characters that have been in this show. Fennec. Which one's Fennec? Which one's Fennec? She's the uh, when they go to Tatooine and oh, uh, uh, Amy Sedaris. No, she's the Amy, one that well, Amy Sedaris is a great character, also. But no, Fennec <laughs> is the uh, the person that they oh, go after. Oh, the the one who plays the sorceress in uh, Mulan. Which, right. Yeah. So she. What yeah. is it like? Yeah, Mia Wang good. or, I don't or know. something like that. She's good. Yeah. yeah. She she does a good role in that. For her, for a, uh, for a split second yeah. before she dies. I would say the <laughs> yeah. only bad character, in my opinion. Is the fucking alien chick on the uh, the heist episode? Yeah, that's what Hannah was telling me. Yeah, but dude, like she's I think she was shit. she was built to be like a fucking psycho, like yeah, from yeah. The grimy get-go. ass character. Yeah, it, it, it's seeing her and then just being like, oh, I don't like her. You know, that's what right, you're supposed which to is, feel. I think what everyone is yeah. supposed to think. Which is like yeah. you look at like Bill Burr in that episode, and it's like you want to root for him, but he's just being like a cocky asshole. Yeah, it's like, oh, what are you, what are you, Gungan? Like, you know, and, and he drops the baby, and it's just like, oh, it's you a, know. Yeah, I will tell you something that I like found in a rewatch that I didn't before mm-hmm. was that um, that scene was more stressful to me the second time I watched it. You know, because they're they're all being such assholes to him. Yeah. Like, come on, come on, take off your helmet. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, we're all a team, aren't we? Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, like they're all just being dicks to him. Yeah. yeah, and they all know that he's a Mandalorian, and that a Mandalorian will never take off his helmet. And it's almost so. kind of like it, it may it like harken back to like kind of some peer peer pressure situations where someone's like what come on like what the fuck is the issue you know yeah right some bullying yeah so i feel like it's already supposed to create the tension that the mandalorian already feels he's like oh he doesn't want to do this with these people yeah and i feel like that gives the the audience a sort of aspect of what the mandalorian himself is feeling yeah and that episode, mm-hmm. I think, ends well because he kind of gets revenge on them. Well, as you guys have seen, I've been avid in my monk watching. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I've been kind of trying to, uh, like, Hannah here's never seen Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, we got to watch that at some point. Yeah. Uh, Hannah has recommended uh, Arrival with Amy Adams. I've been meaning to give that a watch. I definitely would want to watch that when I'm up here. But yeah, looks like we are out of time. So yeah, this was episode five. We'll be posting Saturday on first on YouTube, then on iTunes and Spotify. We're still waiting, still waiting. I still have no idea how we still haven't been um, approved by Amazon Podcast. <laughs> I don't even think w- anyone w- listens on Amazon Podcast. <laughs> I guess I guess like Alexa, right? That's like the main. Like oh, you just turned, turned her on. on. She just turned on. It. She just turned on. I, I I am known to turn on the ladies. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, but I, I think that's really the only like use case for being on there. You know, if right. you just say, "Hey, insert name here of machine, play this podcast." Right. Because I don't think anyone just fucking has like Amazon Podcasts as right. their main podcast app. Yeah, and then so that's why just iTunes and Spotify, and then we've still been trying to get on uh, Google Podcasts. They haven't approved us yet, but but yeah, so we'll be uh, there for Halloween, and then 
the next ep- the next episode i'll be back in town with kyle and i think we'll have our other guests uh which i will not give away secret any. surprise guest secret surprise guest i i think i might uh try to wrangle emiliano for another uh special episode with me at some point this yeah week. i might do i might on put her do a like a back ordered episode with yeah or Sal, could, and then know, definitely another one with hannah yeah maybe make it make it like a thursday or wednesday uh you know, yeah, like how Bill Bird does his yeah, podcast. Exactly. Make it don't make it like a n- episode number, but like a special, like edition. a special. Yeah, <laughs> episode five five point one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but yeah, that's been the podcast. Uh, it's been great having you guys, and hopefully, we'll uh, I'll have you guys on for another podcast episode. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Bye.